Hello and welcome to another edition of 99 Questions. I am your host, Bob Buell. This is, of course, an oddly numbered interview show where we ask all sorts of interesting people interesting questions. Join with me today, uh, uh, internet legend, I dare say, uh, <laughs> uh, Mr. Ryan Haley. Ryan, how are Damn, you? Damn, what up? What up, 99 Questioners? What's the name of your, 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 your fan club? Uh, what are the I, listeners called? I go back and forth between questionnaires and question marks. I like questionnaires. Yeah, 99 questionnaires. That's pretty, yeah. <laughs> I hope, yeah. All right. What up, questionnaires? I'm ready to question. I'm ready to answer. I love it. Well, Ryan, thank you so much for, for being here. Truly, truly. Thank you for having me. Thank uh, you for having me. But, uh, Pleasure's all mine. Oh, too kind, too kind. Uh, but where would we be without some uh, some ground rules, without some terms and conditions, if you will? Uh, so just real quick up top. Uh, ground rule number one, you can take as much time or as little time as you need to answer the questions. If a yes or a no suffice, give me a yes or a no. Uh, if a short story about your life helps us get a better understanding of the answer, I want to hear that story. Okay. Uh, ground rule number two, uh, there's nothing crazy in here. There's nothing gotcha in here. I'm not Perfect. trying to ensnare you in a web. Uh, so if you want to pass through anything, it's no judgment. We can pass. And uh, ground rule number three. Despite the name of the show being 99 Questions, uh, there might be a couple off the cuff. There might be, some of these are definitely not questions. Uh, uh, even one of them, the community question at the week at the end, is definitely going to be multiple. So let's not count exactly 99. Who knows how many there actually are, you know? Okay. Uh, so uh, that being said, the first of those non-questions. Uh, Ryan, are you ready? Um, No. Wow. All right. Well, this this puts a damper on things then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm ready now. Okay. That was close. That was close. Uh, question number one. What's the perfect breakfast? You know, I'm not a breakfast man. Mm. I, uh, I, I'm one of those people who starves myself till the middle of the day, and then my body demands I put food in it, and then I, I force myself to, to figure that, that situation out. So... I don't know. I, I I don't necessarily. When I wake up, I'm sorry. I'm giving you a long answer to, the, to your very. No, I love it. Uh, I guess if I have to answer your question, it is um, cereal, apple jacks. Okay, <laughs> just a bowl of apple jacks. It's the only thing my body agrees with in the morning. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Uh, question number two: Who's the coolest dude? The coolest dude? Coolest dude. Um, I would say my dad. That's a boring answer, but I love I think my dad is a cool dude. Um but uh and then probably uh John Cena. Um, Wow is a cool dude that's that's alive right now. Um my dad's still alive, but uh I don't know. A lot of people think John Cena's probably cooler. Anyway. It's, it's a tight race between one and two there i like it and maybe next year's wrestlemania will decide the winner of who the two, true coolest dude is oh dude if my dad wrestled john cena at wrestlemania life over that'd be great 
sellout crowd. You love to say it. Uh, question three: steak, chicken, or fish? Um, steak, and then fish, and then chicken, in that order. Mm. I really love fish. I, I, but yeah, steak, then fish, then chicken. Chicken is kind of my last, my go-to, unless it's fried, unless it's churches or Popeyes. <laughs> I, you know, churches and Popeyes, a strong one and two. Yeah. Uh, this is going great, by the way. I, I, I thought these quite. Yeah, I, I, I'm liking. Um, I thought. These are my kind of questions. Steak or fish? Uh, who's cool? <laughs> right? It's all, <laughs> it's all you need. <laughs> uh, question four. What's the best gift you've ever gotten? I went to... Uh, I, I had a monkey-themed birthday uh, when Dawn of the Planet of the Apes came out. And um, and that, that was just a memorable birthday party I had. And then these people kind of brought me... Like, they had made me sock monkeys that were kind of the tailored to me. And I just thought that was really nice of them to go through the effort to make sock monkeys for my monkey birthday. And then Donald Clay Apes blew my fucking mind. So that was, that was a great day. Wow. That's phenomenal. I I love a good themed birthday and I love a good homemade gift. And that's got all two. Yeah. All two. (laughs) I'm no English major. Uh, Question five. What's the best gift you've ever given? I'm not great at giving those things. Um, I, 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 I'm somebody that, especially at weddings, which seems to be what I'm getting gifts for these days. There's this whole bizarre like etiquette of wedding gifts. Like mm. to me, when it's like, like, oh man, this is I'm gonna give them this cool wedding gift. And I'm gonna like make something, or I'm gonna bring them something that I think is cool. But then people are like, oh, dude, you gotta go on their registry and give them what they demand their wedding gifts are. I'm like, <laughs> what? This is like a Christmas for adults that, or something, and you have to get them something on the registry. I can't get them something off of it. So that bums me out that you can't give a cool wedding gift. You got to just give them dishes or something. <laughs> I'm, I'm going around to your question. I, I, I uh, uh, oh, I, I, recently my, my friends had a baby and they adopted a couple of black cats because they also, because they recently had a black cat that was like a million years old and died. Uh, it was really sad. Uh, rest in peace, Mew. And then they bought mm-hmm. a couple new black cats. And then for their baby, I bought them fake black, a fake black cat, like a stuffed one. And they always tell me there's all these funny stories because it's like either A, they think that the cat is real and it scares them <laughs> or Oakley doesn't, can't tell between the two, the baby. And I don't know. So to, that's the gift that keeps on giving is this fake black cat that, that is, is like turned into this haunted house animal. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing i love it uh question six what did you want to do for a living when you were a kid my first job i wanted to do was be in the nfl as a Ooh. football player because i love playing football i thought i was like well someone gets paid to play football then gosh darn it it should be me <laughs> but i'm pretty skinny and i hate working out as you can tell and so uh and at some point that was in the cards and then I wanted to be a psychologist for a little bit, like be like a, I thought that was, I thought just psychology and the brain and stuff was really cool. Then I was like, oh my God, what do I have to do to be the, do that? How, how long are you going to school for? No, thank you. And then my first love of movies, then I really was like, oh, if someone gets paid to make movies, that seems way easier than being a psychologist. And I love movies way more. And so that seems like way more fun. 
So then I decided I want to be a filmmaker. And then I've been doing that ever since. That was that was probably like 12 or 13. Wow. Phenomenal. Now, did you have a specific team in the NFL you were kind of eyeing up or just? The Titans. I'd love to play for the Titans. Nice. Go tits. <laughs> I'm a Cleveland Brown man myself. So oh, know. sweet. I'm going to go to the Browns, see the Browns play at SoFi here in a couple of weeks. Oh, awesome. Yeah. You'll probably see them lose, but don't you worry. They'll they'll lose in wonderful fashion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for the lose. Uh, question seven. What's the largest animal you can beat in a fight? Oh, well, like in a fist fight? I mean, I, I, I mean, uh, an elephant, it, it is a fist fight. You, you're, you're, it, right? Uh, un, unarmed, I'm going to say, yeah. Okay, because I could, I mean, I, I could kill an elephant, but that's because I'm smarter than them and I could shoot it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't want to do that. Uh, <laughs> I should just add. <laughs> but... The largest, the largest, I mean, I could probably beat a giraffe to death if I really needed to. <laughs> I don't want to, but like, like, I feel like if I had, if I was in a cage, a cage match with a giraffe and I had all the time in the world, mm-hmm. it's like, it would be a very sad, and it would probably get some licks in and, and stuff. I don't think it could kill me. I think I would just like go up and just one blow to the neck, one blow to the ass, one blow to the leg, you know, just kind of. Knock it down. He's yeah. got beef. Chopping down a tree, you know? Yeah, chopping down a tree. Exactly. <laughs> Plus, those things are so top heavy. Like, what are they going to. They're, they're literally oh, sure. all neck. Like, exactly. you, know? you just grab onto the neck, you hold, you, 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 you go down onto the ground like timber, and then you, uh, uh, and then you just start beating its ass, <laughs> beating its face up. And you take its tongue out and you strangle it with it. <laughs> it's signature black tongue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's my answer. <laughs> I love it. Uh, question eight. Who's someone you look up to? Mm, well, I already talked about my dad. Um, someone I look up to. I'd go um, Trey Parker, Matt Stone. Mm. They, you know, they made, they, they made these simple cartoons that anyone can fucking make with with cardboard cutouts, but just their sheer force of will and creativity they made this empire that uh you know and now they're what they just shot a billion dollar deal with comedy central or something i mean these guys are killing it and it's just all based on what's in their noggin and and how creative they are and i'd like one day 20 something years that show's been on the air and they've done everything in between broadway it's still fucking awesome it's not like shitty it's it's like i still love south park and uh, yeah uh, they're doing they're killing it uh question nine what's the first album you bought with your own money with my own money mm-hmm. well my the first album i ever bought was was bugs money and friends sing the beatles um, but i know my mommy bought that for me but that was like the first yeah what i consider my first album yesterday all my troubles seem so far away. Now it looks as though they're here to stay. Oh, I believe in yesterday. Suddenly. And then shortly after that was was like the Weird Al best ofs. 
volume one and two. I'm pretty sure my dad bought that for me. So when you're asking me what I bought my, the big one that really was kind of life-changing, I would go to, there was this place called Cat's Music in Memphis, which is kind of the local indie record store. And when my mom would go to this shoe store, that it was right next to Cat's Music. So I would go in there and kind of peruse the uh, the dollar bin. And basically there was this one ska record that had a cartoon superhero on it. And that was the only reason that it caught my eyes because it had this cartoon on it. But it was for Less Than Jake's album, Hello Rock View. And they're this kind of ska punk band. And it was like the first time I'd heard anything like that because my mom was super uh, conservative and wouldn't let me like listen to anything that had any... Yeah naughty words in it i was very sheltered uh you know for the first dozen years of my life and then and then they uh uh and so i finally got this thing and it just opened up my whole you know this whole world of punk rock music i'm like oh dude i want to fucking listen to more of that and uh uh and play more of that because i was also kind of around the time when i was i picked up a guitar so i was like then got into playing pop punk and punk rock and then i learned about blank 82 and with the rest of the world a couple years later and then yeah so i'm gonna go hello rock view was the most important one. i can't remember exactly if that was the first one but that was the most important one that's phenomenal yeah uh question 10 what's your go-to karaoke song uh downtown by patula clark nice is, is i i shred that fucking song i and I've, <laughs> I've i've unfortunately like done it so many times now because because I, I i really do i bring the house down so it's like hard for me not to do it because i want to bring the house down when i'm going out to the karaoke bar but but i'm like all right you know i need to kind of get a little risky now now i have a, my own karaoke song list that whenever i see hear a song that should be a good karaoke song i put it on this google doc that i'm showing you right now whoa yeah and uh, yeah, I just added "Summer in the City" by the Eleven Spoonfuls. Mm. Celebrity Skin by Hole. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, the same song, really. Well, yeah, yeah, it's just whatever I hear. I'm like, oh, that'd be a fun karaoke song. I think I could do that. I love karaoke. Oh, I adore karaoke. It's, it's what's uh... yours? I want to hear your go too. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, no. uh, uh, around on you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a Google Doc. I'm, I'm prepared here. Uh, the one that uh, the one that I sang and people still sang and people still like mention is uh, "Forgot About Dre," the uh, Doctor uh-huh. Dre and Eminem song, Eminem, and I was able to do all three verses and uh, wow. like off the top of my head and and yeah, that was after a birthday party and people are people still mention that one like hey. wow. hell yeah when people can actually nail rap songs in karaoke I'm always impressed because it, even ones I know. You know, a fair amount of the words to or all of them i still like if i the, the second that i lose track of the beat on the karaoke or if the lot if the words aren't going perfectly 100 percent, i'm like yeah I, I can't i don't know where i'm at here in this song <laughs> like i just have to give up so good for you thank you uh question 11 what's the last song you listened to i've been listening to a song uh every day for a while called the swimming song this folk song by lucian wainwright or something and it's been in my head for a while uh or it's just always in my head so then i play it whenever i'm in the car just because it's like i just put that song back on i kind of i'll even put on repeat sometimes i don't know i kind of do that where i'll like put a i'll get a song that i like a lot and i'll just oh yeah yeah as soon as it gets stuck in your head i do the same thing where i'll play it and basically until i get sick of it just like (laughs) totally 
The summer I might have, I went, wait, fuck, I've listened a million times. The summer I went swimming, the summer I might have drowned. And then, he's, and then he says all these different, like, uh, uh, swimming strokes that he does. <laughs> he's like, I did, I did the breaststroke and a cannonball <laughs> or something like that. I don't even remember, but it's just funny how he just talks about this day he went swimming. Anyway. I love it. Uh, question 12. What's a band or musical artist you want to hear more from? Um, Ween. They're one of my favorite bands, mm. and I'm, uh, I'm going to go see them for three days in Vegas. I got a three-day pass here in a couple of weeks. I'm so pumped, and you can't get enough Ween. They're, they, they, their last album was like 10 years ago or something. We need yeah. So that's my, that's my answer. In the back of my head, I was like, I didn't know they were still together, honestly, because it's been so long, but... Uh... They broke up. They're one of those bands that broke up, and then they're like, "Well, I'm gonna. Everyone loves us. We're gonna come back and tour because it's all we know how to do." And um, and I'm glad they still are. They're rocks. That's sweet. Yeah. Uh, question thirteen: A song that brings the most emotion out of you. Uh, "Old Lang Syne," the New Year's song. Mm. It's one of my favorite songs, but and it's mainly because of that. It's because it's like it just gives you the feels because you're. It's like the new year. No matter what happened, here's a new year. Maybe something good's going to happen this year, and we're all singing together. And it's and uh, just one of those like life celebration songs that everyone knows, or you don't even know it. You just know the tune of it, so you can just like. But everyone just kind of you can at least hum it. Yeah, everyone always gets up to should all acquaintance be forgot and then just start pretty much screaming. Basically, yeah, exactly. Uh, Question fourteen: Favorite music video? Favorite music video? Um, can it be one that I've made? (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, then I have a couple. I got my the uh, video for Cluck You by the Radioactive Chicken Heads. I spent about nine months uh, animating it, and uh, uh, and that and I love it. I stand by it. And then Dumb by Manhattan Murder Mystery. I spent like a year and a half cutting rotoscoping shit for that music video. Uh, well, this is kind of when I uh, was less employed than I am now. <laughs> uh, uh, so those two music videos are my favorite music videos. And yes, I directed them and edited them. But so what? I uh, Objectively, they're the two best. Totally counts. Absolutely. Uh, question 15. You got a million dollars, but you have to donate it all to charity. What charity is it going to? Hmm. Probably some Memphis something or other. Um yeah, you know, come back helping the hometown. Yeah. I don't know. I I I I don't I don't know the names of them. No, that's that's <laughs> totally fair. I get you know, give back to the hometown. I I love it. Uh question sixteen. Favorite holiday. Favorite holiday? Christmas um christmas kind of like i what i was talking about for new year's where it's it seems like no matter how shitty either everyone or everything can be it's like everyone comes together and it's like all right i have to be not shitty for this <laughs> this week i can at least do something nice and it's just i like that everyone has to has to at least because of the formality of it all uh yeah. 
uh, be a little bit not shitty for a week, for <laughs> fuck's sake. Um, and then that kind of carries over to New Year's because it's a week later, you know. So, yeah, Christmas number one. And then number two is is I go probably July 4th and then probably Halloween, mainly because I love fireworks and then I love scary shit. Yeah. So that's my three. I love it. Strong three. Uh, 17. What's your go-to drink when you walk into a coffee shop? Coffee shop? I'm not a coffee drinker. Probably water mm-hmm. um, or milk. Um, I love milk, and there's milk at coffee shops. There, so. there absolutely is. I'm a big I'm a big milk guy, and I I notice adults don't appreciate people when they're just drinking milk. Maybe this is just my experience. Maybe I'm out in the blue here. No, but. you're totally right. I, we, we had the, we talked about this on Funhouse recently. Yeah, because there was a whole milk. Yeah, me and Elise are pro milk. We still love milk. And and to me, I I just didn't get what, what bothers me is that I didn't get the memo somewhere in life where it went from growing up, it's hammered into you, drink milk, drink milk. It makes you strong. It makes you strong. It helps you grow. It helps you grow. Then all of a sudden it's like, I'm grown. I'm still drinking it. And they're like, dude, what the fuck are you drinking milk for? It's like, that's for babies. Like, what are you talking about? They've, they've been telling me to drink this shit my whole life. And I yeah. love it. It tastes good. I've gotten used to it. Go fuck yourself. It's in my Apple Jacks. yeah for some reason milk and ketchup like people just suddenly started being like no you don't eat those and i'm like yes you do they're they're fantastic it tastes good i don't don't get it uh question 18 spell the word gray which version of it ah thus the question arises Wait, what? Is that is that the answer? <laughs> no, that that is the question. It just if you if just off a prompt of spell the word gray, where does your mind immediately go? Well, it's clearly G R E I G H. Perfect. Um. <laughs> <laughs> the English spelling. I see. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, question nineteen. What's your prized possession? I always said that whenever, if there was a fire, I would steal, take all my external hard drives because at least has all like my, you know, a lot of my videos and pictures and just yeah. shit over the year, like work from over the years, you know, that, that represents. So I guess hard drives is it, which really just means my work, <laughs> things I've done. But that seems like a boring answer. I don't, but oh, I, I have a cool, or I, I, I used to make scrapbooks. I wish I still did that. Ooh. So I have these books that are just have fun, like little mementos from my life. Um, so those would be cool to to keep. I wish yeah. I, had a, I wish I had a cool answer. <laughs> but I mean, you know, external hard drives are are kind of like the photo album of the day. So it's it's you know because I think that's would be a lot of people's answers like forty years ago. You know what I mean? Oh, I got yeah. the photo album. I got this and that. So it's right. like. That's why I was saying with the boring answers. It's everybody's answer. I, but I do. I, I uh, my, my big foam boom box is something I really love that I made that uh, I, and I'll take it, you know, to parties and stuff. I have a big foam boom box. It looks like it's heavy, but it's not. It's light because it's made out of foam. But nice. on your shoulders, it looks like you're holding a giant boom box. It's like the size of your body. Radio so, Rahim style. I like it. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, question 20. Are you competitive? 
Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> yes. Anybody that knows me knows you you do not bring me to your game night unless you are prepared to lose ah! like an idiot. <laughs> I think that's a subtle yes. That is a yes on that one. Yeah. A hard yes. <laughs> uh question twenty one. Do you consider golf a sport? Yes, I do. I do. Um, only because, well, only because I don't know really what I'm talking about. But it, it, I, I was going to say it's more of a game, you know, like a live action game. But at the same time, those guys are, you know, in terms of what's an athlete or whatever that, you know, it's like those guys, you got to be fucking jacked as shit to to hit those drives and stuff and they do and they gotta be in shape i don't know if that's what a sport is that's the thing that's why this argument is always <laughs> breaks my brain oh, yeah. this is like well you know is, is just being a big buff model is that a sport oh i don't know um i was literally having this debate at a barbecue last weekend and i was like i, I i'm firmly in the camp of golf is a skilled hobby but you, but in my opinion, you need defense to be a sport. And okay, golf, golf ain't got no defense. But that's just me. Hey, I'm just that's a, an interesting. Uh, I mean, so is 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 like uh, diving or something? Is that a sport or it, or is extreme sports like I don't know, skydiving? Is that a sport or rock climbing? Because there's no defense. If it's just you against the the world. It is not exactly a sport. It, it's, it, a it, it, hobby. Okay. it's a it's a skilled hobby. It takes more skill than I will ever possess to do those. But is it technically a sport? Eh, I don't know. Interesting. I like the defense argument. It's like because like darts isn't a sport, but like yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, question twenty two. Have you ever played any sports? I have. I uh, grew up playing all of them, basically, uh, football, basketball, baseball. And then at some point, I ran track in high school, mm. eighth grade. And, and I played soccer for one year, but I didn't like that that much. Um, and so, yeah, I played all those sports. But then high school, I kind of really narrowed my focus and i was like all right i just want to play football i don't really love the others as much and i kind of well i kind of suck at them i you know being very tall your whole life you're like oh well you must be great at basketball and it's like ah, i guess i can stand there and be better than shorter people but i really don't like this game and i'm not good at it and i miss really easy layups and so whatever football's where it's at because i can beat the shit out of people <laughs> legally <laughs> <laughs> they can't stop you. They can't. Come on, defense. Where the fun is. Uh, 23. I think I know the answer. Favorite sport to watch? Oh, football. For, yeah. Even if I hadn't played, I still like watching football more. Just, I mean, basketball is great. Fourth quarter basketball can be exciting, but it's kind of like, you know, you got three quarters of very re- repetitive stuff going on to get to that point. Baseball is like, oh my God, talk about repetition. It's like, and, and, and people seem to revel in the fact that there's no time limit and stuff. It's like, okay, what are we doing here, guys? You know, uh, uh, it's a fun. I like going to the to the baseball games, but it's not like I'm watching 
more than a couple of the games out of 162 or whatever the fuck is in a yeah. season. So football to me, I like not only each game, but each game matters a lot. Where it's like, wow, you know, like like we have one game this week, and this is the big showdown, and you only got ten of them or so in the year, or sixteen in college or fo- the pro, or whatever. I yeah, I like it all. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Twenty-four theme parks. Uh, the answer is yes to theme parks. <laughs> Are you asking me what my favorite one is? It's it's literally just the word theme and the word parks and a question mark. <laughs> oh, then the answer is fuck yes. Nice. Um, super into them. Uh, yeah. My dad would, my dad, when we were growing up, would get like, he's somebody that's like, all right, like has to the minute planned while we're going to go that day. Yeah. We're at 7 a.m., get the park capper or whatever, and then we're going to do the thing. You know, he knows, like, all right, we got to get the Indiana Jones at this time because there's not going to be a line there. That kind of thing. Uh, question 25, dubbed the Ron Bennington after famous radio personality. You're standing in a wrestling ring and a wave of nine-year-olds, a random mix of boys and girls are coming down to the ring to fight you. How many nine-year-olds can you beat in this fight? Oh, my God. So uh, there's in the way this, this really happened in real life to somebody. Is that what you said before? No. <laughs> It's I, I named it after a, a fellow from the radio, Ron Bennington, who I believe, if not, <laughs> came up with the question, popularized it. I I, I can't yeah. say for sure whether he did it, but uh, yeah. Um. Uh. So, how many nine-year-olds could I beat if they were coming at me in a wave? Correct. Before they overtake me and kill me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god! It's um. It's a rough, it's a rough life here, but <laughs> dude, uh, okay. I'm just imagining like okay, one, two, one, three, four, five. They're coming at me. They're coming at me. They're coming at me. Um, and, and is me beating them like just me getting one solid lick in, or uh, uh, a, a, a KO or a, a judge's decision is going to take that kid out of the running? You know. Well, okay. My answer to that is 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 like probably about 35 before my hands start really getting hurt and and maybe broken and stuff Mm. like just these little kids' heads. But then, but then if I'm really like, if I'm fearing for my life here, because there's literally a wave of nine-year-olds about to kill me. I mean, I I could, I could see myself knocking 70 to a hundred nine-year-olds down, but as I take my last dying gash (laughs) of a 35 year old man, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but I don't want to give myself too much credit here. You know, I am not a good fighter, but we yeah. have nine-year-olds here. So uh, uh, I feel like it'd be easy. Like, it's not like the, yeah, unless they're in Taekwondo or something. Yeah. yeah. No, I I believe you could take out the 100. I think you can go triple digits. Even if they that's take you impressive. out after 100, that's an impressive newspaper headline the next day. Like, local man defeats 100 children, uh, dot, 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 then dies. That is true. Like, <laughs> yeah. Go down. Yeah, a legend. All right. I'm cool with that. That'd be a way to be accepting today. Uh, question 26. What's a game you know you can win? Well, by definition, you shouldn't know that for a fact you're going to win any game. True. A game. I, I, I like to picture this in a, a devil came down to Georgia type situation where you got to kind of bet your soul in, in a game, but you choose the game. 
this is like a Bill and Ted's bogus journey situation where they're playing Twister against death. Very much so. Yes. All right. Well, I, I, I do fancy myself a chess man, but it's like, uh, I'm not beating the devil or death at chess, right? Cause they're, they, they do this all the time, you know, but if it's like amongst my peers, I'm better at chess, but amongst people that are good at chess, I'm at the bottom, you know? Yeah. So not chess. <laughs> um, um, I'm gonna go uh, Werewolves Within, the uh, my favorite VR game. Um, it's kind of like a you know an Among Us situation or something where somebody there's there's werewolves among us and we have to kill them, sniff them out. And I'm pretty good at I I I I think that there's a you know I'm I'm good at those kind of games. I think the social deduction games. Nice. Um, yeah games where you can bluff like poker mm. i'm great at poker but I, I would i would say i'm better at poker than you know blackjack or something where you for sure have a chance uh, you know, higher chance of losing yeah true uh 27 what topic can you discuss the most uh movies probably i say that like i used to think like, oh, man, I love talking about movies. And I do love talking about movies with my friends. But I've been on this podcast, Show Me the Meaning, for five years now or something when we talk about movies. And I've, I've figured out, I objectively am not good at talking about movies. <laughs> like, I don't think that, like, I don't recommend this podcast to most people or anybody just because I'm like, I, I'm like, you know, it's something I have fun doing. But like, I don't know. Like, I don't think I'm necessarily like, like for other people to listen to them, somebody uh, have this conversation is a, is a whole other thing than me having the conversation. Yeah. That's kind of, so yeah, I can talk about movies for a long time, but I don't, I don't know if it's interesting. <laughs> Whether people should listen is a different question. Yeah. 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 That's a whole other question. Yeah. I got you. Uh, 28 favorite place you visited. I love going to cool places and visiting them. Oh. Um, okay, so my favorite place that I've visited is um, uh, there used to be this. There used to be this awesome attraction. <laughs> attraction is a weird word for it, but it's called Graceland Two in in Mississippi, right? Mm. And um, it was really close to Graceland One, the, where Elvis lived. Yeah. And it's basically where the world's biggest Elvis fan uh, had this house that he tricked out with all of his Elvis memorabilia and all yeah. this stuff. And I, the first time I went to this place, like I'd heard legends about it. And then the first time I went, I was like, Dude, this is, that was, it was so much fun. And we went in the middle of the night because he's, he, you can go, he's like, this place is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days, Christmas, Easter, Halloween, your birthday, my birthday, Elvis's birthday. Like, he's like, I am open. Every whenever you want a tour, come get a tour. So we went at like three in the morning. Sure enough, we, we wake him up and he fucking gives us a two-hour tour of his Elvis mansion. And then every time people would come visit me in Memphis, I would I was like, all right, we gotta go to Graceland too. And then uh so I would and you're a lifetime member after three times. So I, would, I was like a lifetime member like four times over of Graceland too. And uh it was just a really fun place to visit. I don't know if you meant like just place to visit or if you meant like city to visit but that's that's my answer to that i, I leave it vague for that exact reason <laughs> no it's perfect oh man and and actually can i briefly tell you uh 
what happened to him. <laughs> oh, it's not, please. It's not a funny story. I shouldn't know, but, but it is crazy. And it, it, uh, uh, he, he, uh, one day I, I see uh, on the news that Graceland 2 owner shoots his, mur- shoots his handyman. He had uh, his handyman and him and got in a fight and the guy was trying to get into his, into his house, Graceland 2, and he shot him through the door. Okay, and kill gravy. And so then I'm like, oh my God. Like, and just knowing the guy, I mean, he's definitely out there, like, like it's just uh anyway, it was bad messy situation. And then um, and he's old as fuck and um and in poor health and drinks like a million Coke Colas a day. He brags about it on his tour and stuff. And like the next day, uh I see on the news Graceland two founder found dead on uh, sitting in his uh, sitting on his porch uh, uh, from basically a heart attack because of all the stress of the murder that had just he had just committed or whatever Sheesh, homicide, yeah. you know. Uh, uh, anyway, that's that's how he died, and that's how that happened. And then they had to auction off the house, and then it I got auctioned off for like nothing, which 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 was uh, counter to all of the stories he had so, said where. He was like, Bill Clinton offered me $25 million for this record, and I declined it. I said, no, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So so Graceland 2 does not exist in any any form at this point, I I take it. Uh, At this point, it is just a house. Yeah. It's just a house. Wow. And so, yeah. uh, So no one else can visit it anymore. So uh, <laughs> a lot of good my answer did for all the travelers. That's to say the the world is only big enough for one Graceland. Now we know. <laughs> um, twenty nine. What's your catchphrase? <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, well, just curious. What, uh, curious. What's your catchphrase? I, I need a reference point here. What's my catchphrase? Uh, that's a great question. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's me responding to someone's question by saying, that's a great question. That's kind of cheating. Because <laughs> that's clearly just like a time filler so I can think of think well, you more. Are, but you are the question guy. I am kind of the question guy. I've pigeonholed yeah. myself as such, and I'm, I'm happy with it. So, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with that. Me just lost in thought going, that's a great question. <laughs> I think that works for you. I think that's good. There you go. Yeah, I guess um uh where's my mountain dew? <laughs> <laughs> that's all I get. That's the best I got. I love it. I love it. And I plus sponsored, you know, you get a couple bucks for Mountain Dew in there. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> uh Question 30. What's the best costume or cosplay you ever wore? Me and my uh, uh, old girlfriend dressed up as the Twi'leks from Star Wars, the like uh, space alien prostitute women that have the long uh, uh, Oh, the uh, like green. Yeah, the green and the purple. Yes, yes, yes. And (laughs) And so it was Halloween night and on the Sunset Strip, and I wanted to go see Rocky Erickson, right? One of my favorite uh, uh, singer, or, you know, favorite musician people. 
And and I'm like, oh man, yeah, we got to go dressed up because it's going to be Halloween. People are going to be, everyone's going to be dressed up, on some, you know, at, at at a Rocky Erickson show. And like he he put out a whole Halloween album, like like uh, I walked with the zombie and about werewolves and stuff like that. So in my mind, I'm just thinking it's Halloween. People dress up on fucking Halloween. So me and Hannah, uh, uh, we 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 were dressed up like these uh, uh, Twi'leks in like this super exposed like <laughs> sexy star wars outfits covered in green and, and purple paint and we look like crazy and we get there and we, yeah we're the only people there. <laughs> and i'm like dude this is so weird like and i'm freezing my ass off because like i'm like basically naked like with just like some like uh uh, uh garbage bags wrapped around me like a bikini and and <laughs> Nobody, nobody, but it was an amazing show. I just was so surprised that nobody came dressed up to the Rocky Erickson show on Halloween. Do these people but, not know how to how to celebrate? Like, <laughs> come on. Maybe, uh, yeah, and then Hannah was so mad at me. Oh, it was crazy. I'm sorry <laughs> if she's listening. She's probably not, but it was, it was, uh, it was so, she got so mad. That's amazing. Uh, 31 have you ever had anything named after you <laughs> um named after me yes i have actually Ooh. i i've had two things uh at, at, that were named after me that um were cool not to me they were in high school in seventh grade mr jeffrey my literature teacher he had a stick that uh, he would throw at any student that was like like talking during the class or yeah. something, or he always like threaten people with it in a jovial, joking manner. But it was probably you probably couldn't get away with it today. Uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, but he was like, but then he he named it the Ryan Haley stick because he had to use it on me so much. And then he, <laughs> the one who put he wrote down the Ryan Haley stick on the stick. And then I would get told, like, like you know, as the years would go on, people would be like, oh, yeah, man. Like, I almost got hit with the Ryan Haley stick. Like, it was like they still named it that after I was gone. And so, like, all of my brothers and oh, sisters, wow. they all got threatened with the Ryan Haley stick. And they're all ha- a Haley. So that was even worse for them, you know. Um, so that was cool. I like that I had my own stick. And then I had my own rule in the yearbook because um, – everyone called the Ryan Haley rule. And that was that you're not allowed to wear uh, animal products uh, <laughs> to school. Cause I had, I made an entire vest made out of bacon, raw bacon for tacky day. And, um, oh, God. And, uh, and I wore it and like, and they had to like disinfect all the rooms I was in and like it stunk up the school and it was bad. And they, they made me take it off after like the fourth period. And anyway, that, then they put it in the yearbook or the, the rule book. You cannot wear animal products to school. <laughs> and then that was the unofficial Ryan Haley rule. They didn't like have that in the thing, but everyone called it the Ryan Haley rule, which I thought was pretty cool too. They knew why it was in the books. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it, it said, it literally said in parentheses, like, i.e., fruit hats and bacon vests. So <laughs> that's why it absolutely was in the yearbook for me because of me. Very targeted. Yeah, that's 100%. <laughs> oh, that rules. Uh, 32 hobby you've dedicated the most time to. Oh, editing. Mm. If you count that a hobby, I guess it's my career now too, but I mean, it's also my hobby. Like I edit 
all the t- fucking all my life <laughs> every waking minute of my life i've been editing basically because i'm either doing it for funhouse or i'm editing my own shit which i have like a backlog of a million things i want to do or edit or i have even shot even i have, I have a whole bunch of stuff i would put so anytime i like can be editing something I'm like all right i should be editing that thing or that project or i'll get bored editing that and anyway so editing editing and playing guitar Ooh. i used to do that a lot more and write songs and stuff but now I, I haven't done that as much lately but but i definitely if you count up the minutes it was a lot oh i'm sure uh 33 who's a celebrity you've had a crush on celebrity i had a crush on um i uh, uh i had a crush on that uh the, the 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 band camp girl from american pie uh <laughs> oh uh hannigan allison hannigan yeah hannigan? Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i thought she was cool um and uh and alicia silverstone from clueless uh That's mine yep oh all right <laughs> great minds right great minds <laughs> very cool uh 34 what's the strangest job you've ever had Definitely being a birthday clown character, which I was for like five years when I came out to LA. That just got me into so many weird situations and 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 it was just a very strange job and and yeah. SpongeBob and Yo Gabba Gabba and all those Mickey Mouse and Dora the Explorer. Anybody that they needed really. Wow. <laughs> Dora the Explorer. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's like talking a high voice. You're, you're Dora. Yeah. But, you know, they're asking me specific questions, you know, or I'll be like Diego and like, oh, there's your talking backpack, you know, name, name backpack boy or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what about this episode? And I'm like, all right, everyone, let's just get over here to the cake, you know? Yeah, but- <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> Diego has stopped taking questions and food time has begun. <laughs> oh man, it has to be exhausting but fascinating. Um, best job ever. <laughs> uh 35 book you'd recommend the world to read. My favorite book is Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the Douglas Adams book. But then also um I and, and if I get to recommend to the whole world to read a book, um, this one book, How to Lie with Statistics, that some people have heard of, probably it's a short book. And one time my dad gave this to me, and he's like, Ryan, you should read this. You know, in life, you'll see, you know, it's very easy to just bend statistics at your will to fit these, you know, narratives and stuff. I'm like, what? And then, like, you know, I read it. I'm like, okay, I kind of get it. And then, but then slowly, but surely I was like, oh, I think about that book a lot. And then, and then I was in class one day, like eighth grade literature class. And, uh, uh, and somebody was like, or my teacher was like, you know, was talking about, oh, you know, it's possible to lie with statistics. And I go, oh, hey, I have a book. I have a book about that. And everyone looked at me like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it literally just says how to lie with statistics on this book. Like, it was just a, such a bizarre, uh, prop comedy moment um so that's another just antidote about that book but <laughs> that everyone should read that book and really absorb it you can it, it, it's pertinent to our life wow uh 36 a movie that always makes you laugh 
Um, comedies that always make me laugh. I'm going to go The Jerk with Steve Martin. Mm. Every scene's a classic. Every scene makes me laugh. And Steve Martin just does it for me. Steve Martin is, feels like one of those once in a lifetime kind of comedic actors. Like, I don't know, like, who's his modern day equivalent? I don't know if there is one. I, you know, I'm going to go Bo Burnham because he's, oh. he's got the whole musical thing going, like banjo, but then Bo's on uh, uh, piano. And, yeah. uh, and they're both silly, but then also telling, you know, real stuff too sometimes. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's, that's not bad, but excellent choice. Excellent choice. No, but I see what you're saying. He's a once in a generation talent. Uh, 37. What's the worst movie you've ever seen? The worst movie I've ever seen? I really hated Steven Soderbergh's adaptation of Tarkovsky's Solaris. Um, I remember my dad taking me to see that, and I was just so like, I thought this was going to be a cool space movie. It's just a bunch of boring adults talking in space about nothing and nothing happens. Um, so that pissed me off. Fantasia pissed me off <laughs> as a child. I was like, there's no words in this fucking movie. This is boring as shit. Even though now I'm like, okay, that movie's okay. Was, what are uh, all these dancing mops doing in this? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> God, Mom, get me out of here. Um, those two spring to mind. As nice movies that uh, i do not enjoy uh 38 who's your favorite actor or actress i love jack nicholson yeah it might just be the movies he he somehow is lucky enough to get in but but he he just is himself because i think it's kind of a bad pick in a way because he's kind of jack nicholson in a lot of movies but I like Jack Nicholson, so I like him in a lot of movies, <laughs> you know. Um, but in, but then there are people that just disappear in the roles, like Daniel Day Lewis, who I love. But like, I don't know. Maybe it's just the movies he's picking that I just I'm not isn't you know I'm not gonna I'm gonna put on one floor of a cuckoo's nest way faster than I'm gonna put on fucking Lincoln, even though Lincoln's probably a harder acting job to do. Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah, and also somebody who I love is uh, Can. Um, uh, I watched this movie that he, Jack Nicholson's in, in, is in Carnal Knowledge, and um, it has what's her name, Candace Bergeron or something. Candace and, Bergen from like uh, Murphy Can- Brown. Yeah, from like Murphy Brown. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, and and I'm not saying she's my favorite actress, but it was one of those things where I was like, this performance is amazing, which I rarely leave a movie going like, wow, that actress or you know that performance was awesome yeah. and, and i'm like and then i looked it up later i was like who is that? Like, oh this is fucking murphy brown like uh <laughs> uh but then she really didn't do anything other, uh, after that or it seemed like any kind of serious roles go watch carnal knowledge though if you haven't seen it really good acting in a mike nichols film that follows a friendship over generation wow that's good hot recommendation i love it uh 39 how cool was it in Jurassic Park when the raptors are running through the kitchen? Oh, so cool. Yeah, very, very cool. That <laughs> scene was really cool. <laughs> so cool. Yeah, and I still think about that in terms of, uh, that's my go-to like reference for how CGI somehow has gotten worse because I'm like, I think about that scene and that and that whole movie where I'm like, wow, I barely recognize the CGI in that movie and it's, 
30 years old and I see movies now I'm like all right well that clearly was just an animator you know and that didn't happen at all the the way that they just blended the two yeah the practical and the CGI like completely intertwined is a beautiful thing in that movie yeah I was I was literally watching what was it in that movie where they uh where they're in the rain and the T-Rex breaks out, you know, the, the classic scene and Goldblum's got the flare and all that kind of jazz. Uh, literally, I was watching some YouTube video breaking down like the effects of that, where it's like, okay, and you see the head come down toward the window. All right, that's practical. And it leaves frame for two thirds of a second. And when you see the legs, that's CGI. And it's like, what a brilliantly designed shot that like it blends those two so perfectly. Uh, yeah really i love the hot take that jurassic park is is really good but (laughs) uh yeah truly is um 40 first show as a kid you got really into under the umbrella tree it was this Mm -hmm. uh kind of nick jr-y show nickelodeon show where maybe even disney channel shit yeah, where there was like an umbrella tree in a house, and then it was kind of there was this Mister Rogers neighborhood esque land underneath where all the the, the three puppets lived, and they'd uh, go on, they'd hang out in their house together. That was the show. I was like, oh man, I'm a fan of this show. I wanna, what time is it? It's two o'clock or something? Under the umbrella trees on? We got to turn that on. Umbrella tree time. Yeah. Uh, Forty one. Who should play you in a movie of your life? Who should play me? So this has to be a young actor now, or could it be an old actor? I mean, if you think Nicholson could pull it off, like <laughs> <laughs> let's he get him on the horn. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, who would play me? I'm a. People say I look like the fucking uh, uh, what's this guy who made the Scooby Doo's best friend scratchy or oh uh shaggy yeah shaggy uh, and, something and lillard i forget what his matthew name is matthew lillard yeah, yeah. Matthew lillard, yeah. I, I guess matthew lillard only only because i've gotten that in my life a couple times even though i, I don't really agree with it <laughs> yeah uh 42 who's the biggest celebrity you've ever met in person biggest celebrity i've ever met in person well once i went and got diet cokes uh, f- uh, that I would have to deliver to Jeff Bezos uh, when the Kindle 2 or something was having like some media event at this airplane hangar I was working at and uh, 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 and so that he's the richest man on the earth and I'm like oh man I could have I could have uh, uh, laced and no one would have <laughs> no <laughs> cut all of that <laughs> you know, that one prolonged bleep just yeah, <laughs> you can leave it <laughs> um but yeah so jeff bezos i thought that was pretty cool um uh getting him diet cokes and then in terms of, i guess yeah you know when i first came out here i worked on sets and stuff and i like i guess some sets would have a few big celebrities like like i worked on the christopher this christopher guest show this Christopher Guest isn't the biggest celebrity, but I love Christopher Guest. Good, good Spinal Tap any day of the week is a uh, good stuff. All right, and Christopher Guest or Jeff Bezos are is my answers. Uh, forty 
three TV show or podcast that you love, but you don't think anyone else talks about? Um, the Phil Henry show is like, to me, he's one of, he's like an entertainment icon and to me and a hero i would say like and uh, like i would i would love to be like this guy phil henry who i never hear anyone talk about and he's his radio show is so awesome and uh spoiler alert for anybody who's gonna go see watch the show because it it's this interesting meta experience where you're listening to him getting these talking to these really obscene people uh, or guests that have these crazy views or some weird, something weird is definitely off about all of his guests, and then real people call in and get really mad about the guests, and they get in these you know philosophical conversations or p- political or topical conversations. And uh, but then if you know the show, you know that Phil Henry plays all of the guests on his show, so it's him talking to himself, oh. like but so skillfully to where you would never really know if you didn't know, you would never guess. And I've watched the, sh- I've listened to the show with so many friends that, and I, and I'll listen to like one whole episode of the show without telling them. And they're just like getting, they're like the people that are calling in. They're just like, <laughs> Can you believe this motherfucker just said that shit? This fucking, you know, like, like get, he gets uh, so under people's skin because he's so great. And, and it's not just, a, he's clearly just trolling people, but it's also like, it, I feel like it, it, it actually gets in it. This core of humanity that most radio shows don't get into because, you know, it's, I don't know. It's, it's either they're doing it, just talking about off-putting stuff and or things that could piss people off is one thing, but to do it in a comedic way that is also kind of a prank show, but also he is giving both sides to an issue because he's giving he'll be he's Phil Henry, he's being himself, he's interviewing somebody who's on the opposite side of an issue, so they're having a conversation. Then they're bringing real people with real emotions into it, and it creates this atmosphere of just amazing theater. Uh, that only that not everyone's in on the joke of. So I hope I sold it. Go listen to Phil Henry. <laughs> it's brilliant. Uh, now this is a radio show, like uh, or it was on the, okay, yeah. Here's the other thing. It was on the radio for decades, and the radio and there's archives of it that uh, and stuff. Then that's the stuff you should go listen to. Mm. And, and not that his new stuff isn't great; it is good, but it loses something now when it's just podcast format. Because a lot of it is just him talking to himself now for with multiple hosts, and that's great. But it's it's when it was on the radio and you were really getting people tuning in on their cars and calling in because they were so mad and they had to pull over. Like that's where the meat is, and and you should go back and listen to that shit. You know, I love everything about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Forty four favorite comedian. Oof, probably Mitch Hedberg or Bill Hicks, um, but probably Mitch Hedberg. Um, Phenomenal. Rest in peace. He was yeah. But, he got. Uh, my, he was my high school yearbook quote. Was Mitch Hedberg? Oh, nice. Which uh, um, I'm tired of sick. Uh, I'm, I'm sick of following my dreams. I'm just going to ask where they're going and hook up with them later. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Seemed about right at the end of high school. Uh, forty-five best Saturday Night Live cast member. I, I I think I think on the show, I'm probably gonna go either Chris Farley or Will Ferrell, and just because I I think that they're just as I mean to me the cheerleaders and fucking uh, uh, whatever the motivational speaker dude and you mm-hmm. know and the and the Chris Farley show and stuff, I mean 
yeah, like I think that that is some of the stuff I remember them the most for is their stuff on the actual show. And, oh, and also the person who did uh, Kristen, Kristen Wiig, who did Penelope. Penelope is one of my favorite SNL sketches of all time. Like I can watch all those shows over and over. Um, but then, but then in terms of person who came out of it, probably Bill Murray and Adam Sandler just because of their movie output. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I don't Excellent. have really any deep cuts. Mine are kind of the most famous people, I guess. <laughs> oh, no, hey, I mean, <laughs> they're famous for a reason. It's uh, yeah. uh, 46. What's the nerdiest thing you've done? Nerdiest thing I've done? I don't know about one thing, one thing, but I love this, I guess, some people call nerdy card game Munchkin a lot, and I play mm. it a lot. And, uh, uh, and well, and and I uh, that game was taught to me by my old roommate Hunter. And I guess one of the nerdiest things we've done is that we had a whole our whole kitchen was dedicated to this game HeroScape, which was just this giant like tabletop war game, um, you know. And you're kind of taking all these heroes from around different IPs and having a war with them, like Indiana Jones and Blade and Transformers on a team uh-huh. against the Marvel heroes and Batman. And shit like that, and uh, uh, so those two games, HeroScape and Munchkin, are wow. are how I nerd out. Love it. Forty-seven least favorite state. My least favorite. I haven't been to all of them, but of the one, uh, Arkansas. Growing up was kind of like just being next to it, and and I never liked going to Arkansas. Mm. But now that I'm older and I've been to more states, I feel bad picking one in the South. I lie. I was like, oh man, poor Arkansas. I don't want to shit on Arkansas. Like, uh, 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 there's definitely probably other ones around here. Yeah, I guess I got to go Arkansas. Hey, and Arkansas with a with an asterisk until yeah. until another state wrongs you in some way, right? Well, there's things that I that piss me off about other states, but I, like 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 Nevada, uh, uh, I feel like I always get stopped by the fucking highway patrol there, and so I'm like, part of me wants to hate Nevada, but I, I can't hate Nevada. And we're Las Vegas there, and I, I love Las Vegas. I'm not gonna hate on Las Vegas or all of Nevada because you're stupid fucking highway patrol people, but I want to. <laughs> but just know you're on the line, Nevada. I'm on the, right? I'm on the list, motherfucker. <laughs> Uh, 48 best thing you've ever won. Uh, uh, I won $5,000 on this game show hosted by Dolph Lundgren called Race to the Scene. You should check it out. And me and my friend Jeremiah, uh, we we, we collectively won $10,000. And they said, and you win a brand new RV. And, uh, And it's us, like, literally the last shot is us driving away in the RV waving. You're like, hey, but then like they said in the fine print, it says for three months, up to three months, right? So we're like, okay, whatever. So they like lease you the RV? They lease us an RV for three months and they, and they, we could pick any size you wanted. We got like the second biggest, which in hindsight was way too big. It was like so hard to park. It was such a fucking bitch. But uh, that was the coolest thing I wanted. It was $5,000 in an RV from Race to the Scene after winning this game show. 
And then I used that $5,000 to fund my own game, my own game show in my garage called Ryan's Game Show, which you should all check out because I'm plugging it now in the middle of your show. Ryan's Game Show on YouTube, baby. (laughs) I bought a lot of ramen with that $5,000 as parting gifts. Amazing. Uh, 49. Is there anything you've collected or had a collection of? Yes, I used to collect several things like baseball cards, basketball cards as a kid. I used to collect CDs, which when I think back now, how much time and effort I spent in collecting CDs and making all this, putting this cool, you know, laminating, uh, putting in a laminated book and then putting like little laminated fucking title things on it, you know, printing them out. It was like a whole ordeal. Now it's like, I don't have any of that. <laughs> I don't even know where that is. And I'm like, so mad. I wish I had that time back in my life. But whatever. Um, and, oh, uh, uh, 3D puzzles was another thing I would... 3D uh, puzzles? Yeah, I would like put together like the Titanic or the Eiffel Tower and then you put glue mm-hmm. all over it. And then you could have, you'd have the Titanic there. Wow. So, Very cool. Question 50 dubbed the ryan davis okay last of the fighting questions i swear (laughs) you're in a fight to the death with another person equal to your size you're offered either an aluminum baseball bat or a six inch non-serrated knife knowing the other weapon you don't choose goes to your opponent so which which do you choose knife or bat the fuck is wrong with you people These are the questions that people want to know. Yeah, I'm just, I don't want to take either of those. Uh, I, don't, I mean, I, I mean, to, to my skull or whatever. <laughs> oh, like, well, yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I guess I'm going to get the blade. I think I'm going to, no, am I though? I feel like my reach is all off then. You said six inches. How long is my blade? Six inch knife. Six inch knife. I mean, I'll get like one stab in, and then all of a sudden, I'm just getting hit in the head with a fucking bat. I, I, I think I could play better defense with the bat, and kind of really like maybe make it to where they're not getting that close, or maybe they're just slicing me every once in a while. But like, I'm gonna be, I'll feel more secure with the bat. Probably, I guess is my answer. I sw- I switched up there in the middle though. <laughs> A hesitant team bat. Yeah. Well, we made it through the first half, everybody. I knew you could. I never doubted you for a second. We got plenty more. We got the whole second half of shenanigans with Mr. Ryan Haley. But first, let's just give a quick shout out to all the lovely people who do the music for this show like the song that's playing right now from the mini vandals or the song you're going to hear next from dj williams maybe even the opening song from diala or the closing one from a single friend all lovely people i'm sure i haven't met them but they seem nice their music is nice and it'd be real nice if you left a five-star review for your boy and his podcast right here i believe in you i know you can But uh, let's get back to the show, shall we?
Ryan, obviously you you dabble in in quite a bit. Uh, uh, you, you make music or have made music, uh, film editor, movie buff in general, uh, game show host, birthday party clown, <laughs> uh, really running the gamut. Um, if you could, you know, uh, do the old like rub a magic lamp. In ten years, you get your you're exactly where you want to be. Everything works perfectly. Your career is perfect trajectory. Uh, where would this be? Because it seems like you're 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 just knocking stuff out of the park in all directions. But what's that? What's that one? What's that one arrow that's going to be hitting the bullseye? Well, I'd have one of the, you know, I feel like we're in some streaming war gold rush era, and I'd like to get in on that, right? <laughs> so so I got those, the big three or whatever, Netflix and Amazon and all those guys are like, hey, Ryan, come over here. You know, we'll, we'll, <laughs> like, we'll give you a five picture deal. We'll give you a 10 picture deal. You know what I mean? So, and I'm just like, ooh, which one do I want to go to? You know, like. <laughs> Like, happy to check over here, happy to check over here. Oh, sweet, you know, but I, so I can, and how much creative freedom can I have over here? Oh, all of it, all of it, sweet. So uh, 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 that would be the dream, is complete creative control and having an, uh, a platform for me to do whatever I want and creatively, you know? Yeah. And, no, and, and yeah, is, is, that, that's the big thing. Would you want that to be in the in the realm of of movies, in the realm of like a show, kind of similar to like a Ryan's game show uh, uh, segment? Well, that's the very that's an interesting question, Bob. Um, <laughs> like, I came out here to do movies. I wanted that's all I cared about was making trying to figure out how to make feature movies you go see in the theater, and I yeah. still want to do that. But I do feel like. It's a. It is slowly dying. I'm like watching it totally die in front of me in my lifetime, and I hate it. It sucks, and 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 I just see it in in everyone that I know's viewing habits. Right, everyone I know loves to see watch movies. They say they love movies, but then you ask them like, "When did you go to the movie, dude? Like, 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 or you want to go see one? You know, tonight? I don't know. We could just watch something at home, whatever. People are not going out to the movies anymore, or when they do, it's like the super special deal because some Marvel thing came out. Yeah, and yeah, I it's just not sustainable. So like, and I want to go where the eyeballs are at the end of the day, which it seems like I'm going to have to be some. become a tiktok star uh in my very that's my near future <laughs> that's my that's my next 10 months probably is trying to figure out how to be a tiktok star in china <laughs> and anyway the the like like so the medium what people are watching is changing and how they're watching is changing and so that's when i started making shorts on youtube and i love the instant gratification of it because i fucking hate you know, i mentioned those music videos that i made earlier it took me over a year to edit or whatever. I don't want to do that anymore. You know, yeah. I don't, I don't want to spend nine months to a year on one thing and then have it come out and go, Oh, cool. I like your, I like the music video, Ryan. Uh, next to see ya. You know, <laughs> like, dude, like, like, like if that's going to, like, I'm fine with that. If I spend a week on it or two days on it, it's like, Oh yeah. Yeah. I just put out this video. What'd you think? Oh, it was good. Oh, thank you. All right. You know, what'd you think of it? You know, like, like, like that kind of feedback is cool, but, Yes, yeah, so the idea of spending years of my life on one movie 
doesn't seem that attractive anymore when most people are are spending all their time watching this short form content and whatever. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm at a crossroads because I like movies and I still want to make them in my life, but I don't know if that's going to be like my my whole career or if I'm going to try and do that. You know, yeah. I, guess, I don't know. Some some combination of a cool short form series or just doing YouTube shit and that getting bigger because that'd be awesome. You know, if, if I could just make money doing YouTube and that's my whole career is just to <laughs> wake up and whatever weird idea I have, I, you know, and I can make for nothing in my fucking room with a blue screen. Let's yeah. do that. That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like I love doing that shit. And I have like a hundred, I have a pages and pages of, of the, of ideas that, uh, uh, that I will never be able to make all of. Um, but it'd be cool to have a, the resources too. I, well, I, I wish you all the luck in the world getting wherever you want to go because I I love what you're putting out right now. So thank uh, you, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thank you but, for. I mean, you're kind of like my therapist right now. <laughs> like, like I've never had therapy, but this feels like what it would be like. Me just gonna be like, oh, well, this is what I would love to have in ten years, but. <laughs> never gonna happen man <laughs> it all starts with the perfect breakfast and it always ends up yeah. therapy yeah. session. that's how it yeah. goes <laughs> <laughs> uh but we got so many more questions let's uh let's burn through a couple of them here uh 51 what's your phone wallpaper right now uh ernest p warrell and robin williams hanging out together uh backstage somewhere nice yeah two <laughs> legends i love that two legends i love them both uh 52 what's the last thing you googled can i look that up real quick yeah please this question actively not sponsored by google even though hey maybe they should throw me a couple bucks <laughs> um the last thing i googled was fabio face because my mom, while we were in a WhatsApp, my mom thought that my brother Christopher looked like Fabio, the old model. Um, and she had been telling me, like, Ryan, uh, you should put Ryan, you should put Christopher's body on Fabio, you know? <laughs> and, and so you can, we can compare and actually see if he looks like him. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I should do that. And then, but then when we were on this WhatsApp call, I was like, I should just do that right now. And so I just, while while we were all talking, I quickly put Christopher's face on Fabio, and then, <laughs> and then I sent it to the family, and they all got it. And go, oh, it's Christopher on Fabio. That's, that's like we talked about earlier. Uh, well it's worth like, it. Worth like a charm. <laughs> uh, Fifty three. You have to name your next pet without seeing them. What do you name them? Uh, mystery, mystery pet. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah that's my answer i named him mystery pet i love it it's, it's, it's got an air of an air of mystery to it i think yeah that's, that's kind of what i was going for <laughs> uh 54 what professional wrestler would you compare yourself to uh probably cm punk nice the rebel <laughs> the yeah. Just a little shithead. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, one you want to root for, maybe hopefully. Yeah, exactly. 
Oh, great answer. Uh, 55. What's your comfort food on a bad day? Oh, unfortunately, all I eat is comfort food. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I love church's chicken. I like to eat so much church's chicken. It's gross. And it is gross, but you should watch me eat church's chicken sometime, Bob. We should, we should hang out. Um, I'm all for this. This, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, church's chicken. This way, and I, you know, I love it all. I love pizza. You, you should go watch my another plug. My video. I eat. I eat like shit. Or I eat. Is it I eat like shit or I eat shit? No, it's I eat like shit. Yeah, like, yeah. The Chumbawamba parody. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. You can see all the shit that I put into my body. <laughs> I eat like shit. I want to do a fish. Come do no wash it down. I eat like shit. More than I admit. My dominoes is here now. I eat like shit. And all I do is sit. I live on in and out. I eat like shit. And I get fit. My ass is getting round. And I'm, that's the, my one big hurdle. I've, I've recently hurdled over. I used to be like a habitual chain smoking spliff man. I've jumped over that. I'm here in this very nice clean bong that you might have heard me smoking from. You know, hopefully that is better for me. Now I just need to conquer eating like shit. <laughs> and then I think I'll be good. Then I'll be then I'll enter into my forties uh in a few years here. A nice healthy person. That drinks milk still, that drinks a shit ton of milk. Proudly. Proudly. Hey, yeah, that's right. Uh, 56. Favorite smell? Pizza. Mm, it's up there. It's up there. 57. Best candy? Well, I like a Junior Mints, and I like uh, Twizzlers Pull and Peel, and I like Paydays. And I'm a 100 grand man sometimes, but those are kind of on the lesser tier. And I'm a mound man. I'm also an almond joiner. Do you go, do you prefer mound over almond joy? I kind of prefer, mound has been a recent thing. I kind of prefer almond joy just to break up the the coconut. And I got, I got some mounds recently that was like two to coconut. It was just a bad baby. It was, it was not good coconut. And I was like, maybe this is too much coconut, but I like to put them both. I agree with you. I, I, they both have their merits. They both deserve to be in the shelf. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, 58 worst candy. Uh, I'm not, a, I don't like dark chocolate. I, I, I don't like bitter things. I don't like, uh, I don't like sour shit. All right. Ooh. Don't give me an airhead. Okay. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> I don't like to be like like tense up and feel like <laughs> feel insane. It's like try to nuclear airhead sour bomb things. None yeah. of those. Yeah. None <laughs> of that shit. I don't like. I don't like the sour. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Fifty nine. What's a restaurant you'd recommend? What a burger! Exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> no particular one just just any whataburger oh yeah any franchise and if you go any, any whataburger is a good whataburger i love yeah. it uh 60 what's food you've never eaten 
I've never eaten alligator. Oh. But I don't know if I want to. But I hear people have done it. Yeah, you get a good... Uh, I've, I've had like a gator sausage at like a fair a couple times. It's, it, it ain't bad. It's got a good spice to it, usually. Okay. Uh, 61. Strangest food that you have eaten. Well, at the um, Texas State Fair, they have... They like try to outdo each other every year on the weirdest fried foods. You know, they'll be like fried donuts and fried Oreos and fried Coca Cola. And you're like, how can you fry fried Coca Cola? And they figure out a way. And, um, and I've basically had all those, you know, and all that collectively, I would say, <laughs> is weird. Deep fried miscellaneous <laughs> yeah well the deep fried oreo was crazy but then God, what was it it was a deep fried uh oatmeal pie that was crazy oh. um actually yeah. sounds all right though <laughs> 62 what's a typical day off now in my life now or in my previously in my life uh... switched up how i take days off Mm, I would say now. Okay. Now yeah. it's it's basically what I was talking about before where I just like, what do I want to work on and mm. edit all day and hang out and, and crack, you know, uh, I don't know, eat and drink whatever I want and smoke weed and watch and, 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 and make this, these videos that I want to make because I am not getting any old, younger, uh, Bob. So I'm trying to make all the shit I can. Um, but I used to go and theater hop movies okay, with my friends. And um, that's what I used to do. That would be the best day off is waking up early and then going to like four movies that day in the theater all on one ticket and refilling my fucking uh, large drink and popcorn a million times. <laughs> Just an obscene amount of popcorn that they give you. I love it. Yeah. Uh, sixty-three bucket list item that you accomplished. Well, I always wanted to tour in a band. That was like a big bucket list item for me. Go on a national tour. I never did that, and I still haven't. That'd be one thing I want to accomplish. So that doesn't answer your question. But I also just being in a band that people like. That was another bucket list thing, and I have done that to a degree on a very local level in a couple places <laughs> you know but oh my roommate just got home yeah. hello ted i want a podcast about people asking questions oh sorry <laughs> well nice to meet ted was... <laughs> very busy uh 64 bucket list item you probably won't accomplish <laughs> i don't know i don't know if i'm gonna go on to that national tour i mean it's a tricky one it's a tricky one but once you got that uh five five picture netflix deal who knows man who knows that would be sweet that would be so awesome to 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 like yeah Add that on to the to the to the pipe dream thing. It's like, yeah, 
pivoting at some point and then having some crazy musical group <laughs> where I could actually go, you know, you know, tour all these big festivals and stuff. And it's like, I don't know. I don't know what I would do, but it, I feel like, yeah, I got music in me as, as <laughs> Will, Willem, uh, or oh, what's his fucking name? Warren Beatty says in <laughs> The Cave of Mrs. Miller. All right. Uh, <laughs> deep cut. I'm, I'm here for it. I love it. Uh, 65, dubbed by previous guests, the realist question of the bunch. Oh, shit. Name of a friend you don't keep in contact with, but regret it. Oh, yeah. My, uh, uh, my friend Cameron, who used to live next door to me, and we were such good buddies, and so we hung out for the time that he was there, and then all of a sudden he moved, like, freshman year of high school or something to Vegas and I just never kept in touch and it was totally my fault you know but I just was like well it just doesn't live next door and I got all this other shit going on you know and then uh, and then yeah and then I but then I I did go on a road trip and see him with some friends right after high school and that was cool seeing him again you know like oh we should keep in touch but we didn't <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> but yeah it is weird you know it's like oh we were such good buddies you know for the time that uh, uh, we were there and then, uh, and then yeah it's a lesson yeah. keep yeah. in touch with people when you move away from places even. but now it's way easier I feel like yeah like social media and stuff didn't exist really so I feel like that wouldn't happen today yeah now wow. I almost can't help but like keep track of people's lives with like Instagram and Twitter and all that junk like I, I just like it's force fed into me like oh this person had a kid oh this person got a new job oh this person you know hates whatever movie is out <laughs> <laughs> it is crazy how i've been like like I, i've seen somebody who i haven't seen i know for like eight nine ten years and then i'm like hanging out with them at or something at a bar and we'll go back and forth and we know everything that each other had basically done because we've seen it on Facebook or something, and, and yeah, we'll just go ping that on back and forth, like oh, like let's see, like well, I'm doing this, like oh yeah, yeah, I know all about that because I saw <laughs> your Facebook post about it like years ago or whatever, like like that's just uh, bizarre, surreal. It's it is really weird. It's a weird modern problem. I don't know if it's even a problem, but you know, it's just how people interact now. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh 66 what's a game that makes you feel nostalgic musical chairs my family uh was, we were pretty competitive musical chairs players we had a big family so and it was pretty ritualized because we had uh it was painted black but that would turn on painted black and he and then you know it has that intro it's like na 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 and we're all looking at each other. And then right when the drums kick in, Charlie Watts, rest in peace, just move, dun, 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 sh- sh- And then we all start running. And it's like, that's like when we go. And then, uh, uh, and I, I'm the oldest of five kids. And so, uh, then, yeah, we're running. And then my dog, Rusty, would usually be barking and stuff, trying to bite my mom's ankles. <laughs> and, then, and then my dad would be yelling out things like, all right, now reverse, reverse, reverse. Now uh, jump, jumping. Now crawling on all fours. All right, now get it, get back up. That's normal. And uh, it was, it was a whole thing. And then, uh, so yeah, musical chairs, nostalgic. This rules. That that sounds unbelievable. 
Yeah. It's, it's really fun. Uh, 67. What game have you spent the most time playing? Probably chess. I, uh, I play a lot of chess. Just brothers or my uh, uh, friends. And then I'll bring a chessboard to parties now. That'll be my thing where, like, if I just, I'm like, all right. Well, um, I'm just going to take a, who's going to have a chess game? It's just like a good, like, like every couple hours, you know, like yeah. uh, take 30 minutes on a chess game. And, and uh, it's fun. That's awesome. Uh, 68, but something you've built with your own hands. Um, all my foam shit. My ah. Foam fish, my foam uh, stereo, my foam snowman and rabbit. All the foam shit. I'm pretty proud of that stuff too. So really? add that to my prize possessions. <laughs> 35 questions ago. <laughs> I'll edit in just this line of you saying that, but 35 <laughs> questions ago, so they don't know the context yet. Uh, 69 best pickup line. Oh, God. Uh, I don't know any man. <laughs> I suck at this shit. <laughs> Even if it's a, a super cheesy one or, or anything. Well, okay. I would say the best the, the 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 you're the only ten I see Tennessee one is uh I hate that pickup line. <laughs> 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 it's Tennessee and people are like like uh, uh, that's like like one of the few touchstones of what people know about. Tennessee. So it's like, oh, you know, Dolly Parton or Elvis or or the oh, the, you're the only ten I see pickup line. <laughs> that's oh like, like not Tennessee's not known for, especially from people here in California or people you know just not anywhere from Tennessee. <laughs> just one thing they know about Tennessee. So that's I guess so I should funny. embrace it and be proud of it, but yeah, it's not the <laughs> greatest. I mean. <laughs> It's a very bad pun. <laughs> no Graceland 2, we'll give you that. Uh, yeah, that pun rocks. T-O-O, <laughs> yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, it's T-O-O, not the number two. It's Graceland 2. It also is Graceland. <laughs> uh, 70, have you ever had any good nicknames? Um. Well, I don't know if it's good nicknames, but my few nicknames in my life, and the, 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 the skates, is a, is one that a whole bunch of people in Memphis call me because only because I, I don't even skate. It's only because uh, I, was yeah, I, band, I was in this band called Jerry Has No Skates. That's a whole other long story. But 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 that band. So then they would just call me Skates because I was in that band. So that was one thing. Another was just Haley because my last name's Haley. That was like a football. Like, hey Haley. Yeah, Haley, you know, <laughs> shut the fuck up, Haley! Like, God damn it, Haley! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm missing another. Oh, well, then obviously, then there's Red State Ryan, the uh, like, of course my funhouse uh, uh, moniker. <laughs> <laughs> We've really caught on, you know. It's it's amazing how, yeah, like just people are talking one day while they're playing video games you know and i was right there and then he just said that and then it's like well 
uh, now it's a part of it's a part of things. A couple years later, it's still there. Still yeah, there. The old Red State Ryan. <laughs> uh 71 do you believe in love at first sight eh, no not really not like I, I i believe that 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 you can have a really good first impression with somebody and be like well you know like uh uh i think that i could be in love with this person and then you really like there's a time element that you know you need to give for sure just based you know can you yeah but just living with somebody or just being around somebody all the time you know what i mean that's different than than oh man i love this person like the first time i met him absolutely uh 72 what's a big turn off of yours hating movies mm, <laughs> i mean which yeah. is not, which is, let's be real. Everyone loves movies. So it's, but uh, I have met a few people where it's like, oh, I just don't care a shit. And it's like, okay, well, we're just not going to probably get a lot. Yeah, probably. Like, I'm sure you're a nice person. <laughs> um, but then I, you know, I, I like intelligence. That's a turn on. So not saying I don't, I'm not saying stupid people are a turn off, but <laughs> it's one of those things again. It's like, we probably just wouldn't get along as well, but that's also subjective. So, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people after an hour of listening to this podcast, they got stupid. So I'm, I get it. Um, so, yeah, I don't have a good answer to that really. I, I nope. don't see it. It's kind of one of the, like, you know, one person's, you know, turned off as a turn on and with ice versa and blah, blah, blah. No, I, I totally get it. Uh, 73, do you consider yourself an artist? I really don't in the, that, that word's so, that's a subjective, that, that word gets tossed around and has lost a lot of meaning, I feel like. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, like, like, I don't like it to me. Uh, the reason I'm hesitant to call myself one is because it, it, it just has this pretentious kind of ring to it where it's like, oh, I call myself an artist. I am looking at the world and I am throwing it back at you and just expressing you know, myself through my art. And I don't look at it like that, really, and don't like to look at it like that. And some people that do look at it like that, it kind of annoys me. But then also, it makes sense too. Because are kind of, I guess, in a very Webster's definition-based version of the word, but yeah. I don't consider myself an artist, no. I consider myself a either a filmmaker or a entertainer, if you will. If That would be my version of being the pretentious artist. It's like, oh, I'm here to entertain you. <laughs> you know, like, like <laughs> no matter the cost, no matter the medium, no matter the form, I'm going to figure it out because show business, baby. Um, <laughs> As you put on sunglasses and yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> I like, you know, I like that stuff. But <laughs> no, I, I think that's a, a totally fair answer. Uh, 74. What's something you tried to cook and failed? Everything I've tried to cook <laughs> is a failure on one level or another. I I really I uh, cooking is like that my my Mount Everest. 
is is trying to figure out how to consistently cook in my life. <laughs> but I really, really at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm getting to the point where I'm like, I don't that that that's the goal, honestly. Well, let me put that in the pipe dream. If I can get to the point where I don't give a fuck how about eating out every night of the week, where I don't, you know, like cooking doesn't matter. So like, just bring me healthy shit. Somebody you know, from a kitchen somewhere in Los Angeles, like, like make me sure I don't die. That's the dream, baby. All right, That's pretty sweet. And I don't have to spend a second cooking it. <laughs> Not one second. One of those personal chefs, Bezos style. You know, they got uh, they got those people. I have thought about like finding somebody on the internet and finding some arrangement of somebody that loves to cook for themselves and would be cooking for themselves nearby me. And I am just, and I would just say, Hey, double the ingredients of what you're cooking, cook for another human being, bring it over two or three times a week to me. And how much will that arrangement cost me? <laughs> you know, and I will probably gladly pay it because the, the trade-off of me of, the, of spending time <laughs> and failing and then not liking what I'm eating is too great. Yeah, it's probably doable. Is the weird thing like it's not that's not that far outside of the box. You know what I mean? Like someone, I don't know. The internet's a strange place. You know, someone will do it. Heaven. <laughs> Uh, 75, dubbed the Ben Hansen after the first guest of this year's show. What's the greatest piece of art ever made? Now, do the films count as art? I would say I so. This is... <laughs> You're baiting me into what is an art? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I'm baiting myself. <laughs> I, I have a very broad definition of art. I, uh, I've I've said it before on this show. I think art is like is a category, like food, where you don't have to you don't have to like the food. You know, I don't have to like a a tuna salad sandwich, but I can't say it's not food. In the same way, art, I could look at a painting and go, that, that probably took them five minutes. Like, who cares about that one? But that painting is art. So yeah, movies shows anything i i say absolutely qualify but that's again i'm just your humble host i don't you know what do i know <laughs> right right i wish i had a good cool answer to this i'm i guess i'm gonna go like 2001 space mm. odyssey or something because you know when aliens find it that would be they'll you know <laughs> That would be sick. <laughs> hey, Ted, what is the greatest piece of art? Yeah, ever made. This is my roommate, Ted, I'm asking. Yeah, I see Ted doesn't know either. It's, yeah. It's a tough one. There, um, uh, uh, there is this painting hanging up at the co-op I used to live at Ooh. that is still there, and it's a bunch of dots right it's an apple tree and with a sun and um and then when i go there i will be like oh hey uh, that's a cool painting like you know how that painting was made (laughs) i I don't say it like this and there's really fun (laughs) 
but eventually I, I asked everyone how they think it's made. But how it was made was that I I I painted it with my penis in 2007. Oh. <laughs> and I just had a bunch of <laughs> I just I just had a bunch of condoms and I uh, with paints. And I painted this awesome apple tree and stuff. And then on the back of it, it just says, this painting was painted with my penis in 2007 uh, <laughs> or whatever and stuff. And oh, uh, 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 yeah, that's what happens. Yeah. So then I, I, I'll i be like, go flip it. It says how it was painted. <laughs> <laughs> I, love this. I love the setup of this. This is brilliant. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Well, it's brilliant to you. It probably sounds pretty weird and creepy to some people. <laughs> Hey, but hey, I made this painting with my penis. Go, go flip it over. <laughs> but I promise it's just for laughs. It's just for the laws. <laughs> and it's a pretty good pe- penis painting, if I do say so myself. I, I, I have no doubt. So, <laughs> so definitively, greatest piece of art is either that or 2001 or the Kubrick film. Yeah, that is, that is officially what I am saying. That I like Stanley Kubrick's 2001 <laughs> or. The picture of the apple tree that I painted with my dick in college. I'm sorry, aliens of the future. <laughs> you get one of the two. It's your, it's your, it's your choice. Oh, amazing. Um, 76. Have you ever had something happen to you you would consider paranormal? Mm. Uh, other than life itself, no. <laughs> nice, nice. I, no. Okay. I wish. I think. I wish I had a cool like ghost story or something. I think that'd be awesome. Uh, seventy-seven. Would you ever use a Ouija board? Would I? Sure, for fun. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh. Are you asking if I believe in a Ouija board? If I if it actually works? Yeah, in a roundabout way, sure. The answer to that is no. <laughs> <laughs> Probably it. Uh, Seventy-eight. Simply, why? I've never thought of that before. Huh. Dude, I know. How many more questions are left? <laughs> uh, somewhere in the realm of twenty, unless unless this why has shut us down here. No, I'm just I'm just thinking like my mind is blown. Like, I'm, like <laughs> yeah, what do people usually say when you say why? I get a lot of why nots. Yeah, I, that's, I that's think that's where your mind goes. And then I think uh, my my favorite answer I got. Oh gosh, and I can't think of who said it. Be my second answer. Be, you know, yeah. Yeah, the the best answer I think I got was because we're here. Well, I, my, my I real like answer, it, it, my my real answer is I have no idea. <laughs> like, and and that and and that bothers me. <laughs> is my honest answer. I think that is an extremely honest answer to that. Yeah. Uh, if given the chance, when would you time travel to? I'm tempted to go way far back. I don't want to go in the future. I'm tempted to go way far back. But I'm also would I probably have more fun hanging out in like the 60s or 70s. Mm. But it would be cool to just you know go back to uh, fucking 
like literally the caveman times. <laughs> like right? not and I'm not not for a lot. I mean, afternoon, okay. You know, I just want to just uh, uh, <laughs> go chill in the cave with some cavemen, yeah, and, and, and maybe show them rock and roll, um, <laughs> and have a have a mosh pit. But <laughs> the first music that a caveman ever hears is less than Jake, and they're just like <laughs> their mind is friggin' blown. <laughs> yeah, all my friends are metalheads. Okay, that'd be pretty sick. I yeah, I feel like I wouldn't be able to communicate with that many people, anyways. Even if I went back to like fucking you know Jesus's time or whatever, like uh, uh, that's why I feel like I'd have more fun hanging out with people in the sixties. Yeah, I mean, I want to go very boring answer, sixties, seventies. No, hey. Catch a good like Who concert or like see David Bowie live. Oh, come on, yeah, be unbelievable. Exactly. Uh, question eighty: Have you ever made a sudden dramatic change to your lifestyle and stuck to it? Well, I'm in the middle of one right now by by stopping these spliffs. I can't tell you how much I like. I would rely on these throughout my day, and I love them. I miss yeah. them. I wish I still could smoke them. But it's more like, uh, I just don't want lung problems, really. And I was kind of like, I can feel it kind of, you know, a long 10 years of me doing that yeah. every day, like five times a day. Um, so that was a, a bummer to quit. I really don't like it. But I do like looking at this cool counter thing that tells me how much money I'm saving. I'm up to like oh. a thousand bucks almost and not that long, which is really uh, sad. Um, <laughs> <I was> thinking, <laughs> I mean, it's cool now. I'm thinking about how much uh, I'm saving, but whatever. Uh, I still, to me, it's like a utility. It's like water or gas. Weed is the other one where it's like, I don't care how much I'm spending (laughs) regularly on that. (laughs) It makes me happy. Like, fuck it. That's why I'm working. You know, not just to smoke weed, but just like, like if if you can afford it and then also like uh, 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 whatever, you know, you're, yeah, whatever. Makes me yeah. I mean that that should be everyone's goal to to be able to you know uh casually afford things that uh you know they enjoy. What's wrong with that? Well, yeah, or even like yeah, exactly. Or even if you're spending an outsized amount on it then you should be. <laughs> at least <laughs> at least you can justify it in your mind and be like, well, fuck it. This is like food to me. I would rather be, you know, Spend a little bit more on this than, I don't know, uh, do other things, spend on other shit. Like, I don't buy nice clothes or anything, not because I'm smoking weed, but mainly because I don't give a shit. I'd rather buy something at Goodwill. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 81. Uh, what game show, past or present, would you love to be a contestant on? Survivor. Ooh. Yeah, I'm a big. That's a great. One. I love Survivor. My family loves Survivor, and uh, they're just about to do the 41st season. Uh, I would love to be on it. Yeah, probes. Season. You're watching probes. Put me on that shit. One of these days, God, I would, you would rule on that show. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't get out pretty early. <laughs> I think, but I think I would have a lot of fun. Uh, 82. What's a quote that you love? 
Carpe Diem. Love it. Seize the carp. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, 83. What's the best shirt that you own? My favorite one now is this It's a Wonderful Life shirt, but then I also got this Ernest shirt recently. That's all. Oh. That's all the Ernest. Uh, it just says, it just says like camp, jail, rides, Christmas, Africa, <laughs> army. <laughs> it's a real like puzzle if you've never seen um, Ernest because it doesn't have his picture on it at all. Um, so that's my current favorite shirt, but I just like any white shirt I get. I stain it immediately. And uh, <laughs> it's, I, it's pretty much, you can't take it anywhere now, but whatever. I still love it. Fantastic. Uh, 84, would you change your middle name? You know, I just thought about this recently because my middle name is Everett, which is my, my dad's name. But my dad goes by Rhett. Everyone calls him Rhett. No one calls him Everett. And Everett's kind of a weird middle name. And I think that it'd be cool if my middle name was also just Rhett. <laughs> so it was Ryan Red Haley. It just sounds cooler anyway. Yeah, it rolls well. Yeah. So I like it. Yeah, if I change it, it'd be from Everett to Rhett. Awesome. 85. What's a good impression you can do? I can't do really any impressions, but I love talking in British accents when I can. But I realized <laughs> it's, no one likes listening to my British accent. There was a Funhouse video <laughs> called The King's Dilemma, where I talk like this for eight hours straight. <laughs> that, there's a cap. After about 20 minutes, that's the most you can listen in a row. And I felt really bad in hindsight that I, <laughs> I never dropped this very shitty British accent. I, hours. I I thought I had Michael Caine on the call here. I thought he was dead on. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I, I, that wasn't a, a specific person. That was just in, Br- British people. <laughs> I don't know if that counts. Oh, absolutely. Let me, let me check the judges. Judges, <laughs> they're saying it counts. <laughs> They'll allow it. They're harsh about this stuff. They'll allow it. Um. 86, is there a tattoo you wanted to get, but are glad you didn't get? No. Hmm. Nice, nice. 87, how would you describe your 16-year-old self? He was going, things were good, but also kind of uh, stupider, um, you know, yeah, I was like less confident back when I was 16. I was just kind of like, oh, I don't know if I'm doing everything right. But also, I was also doing the opposite of that, too, where I was just doing all like crazy stuff just for mm-hmm. fun. But like, it was a weird balance, you know? Like, um, I don't know if I'm answering that right. But yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, I think most people at 16 are in a very similar camp. Uh, 88, what's the worst injury you've ever had? Um, I cracked my kneecap in football my, like, senior year. Because I, like, flipped over somebody during a game in Bahia, Mississippi, and then, it, like, my fucking uh, knee went right under the sto- this drain, this, like, <sighs> cement drain. It's right on it. 
and I cracked. And then I, uh, uh, they said I shouldn't, I shouldn't play for like, they're like, well, you shouldn't play for the rest of the year and you should wear this brace. I'm like, I got it. It's my senior year, man. I got to play. And so then I just was like, like, fuck it. It's my decision. And I, uh, I didn't wear that brace and I, and I played football for the rest. And it was like, it was like an agony, but oh. I still played. And then I went back like months later to the doctor person in the brace. I'm like, here I am. I've been wearing the brace the whole time. And he's like, I can tell it looks perfect. It looks just, I'm so glad you didn't play. <laughs> and that was the day I stopped believing in modern medicine. <laughs> they really had no clue that you've been yeah. playing a full season of high school football without. Well, it was like the last like four games or something, but it was still like with still. all the practice involved and stuff, it was a lot. I was not taking it easy in any way, form, or fashion. That's ridiculous. Or letting wow. it heal. Wow. <laughs> um, 89. What's a habit of yours you want to break? Well, we've already gone over my split addiction. I've been I'm conquering it as we speak. It's Certainly. actually been surprisingly easy. Like, like the first week sucked. Now I'm like here, I'm like, I really think about it. Then sometimes I do. But we'll move on. Um, yeah, and then I'm going to go be the, beat the same drum again. Fast <laughs> food. If I, the, the last 20 meals I've had, I do not want to admit how many of them have been fast food. <laughs> it sucks. I mean, Whole Foods needs to make their own McDonald's. And it needs to be like, you know, they can make a lot of money from me at least. Yeah. Ooh, that's actually not a bad idea. I'm writing that one down. I'm gonna try to undercut it's a billion dollar idea. <laughs> uh ninety. Have you ever lied on your resume? I have um I have when I first came out here and to uh uh yes. I but it was like for dumb shit. It was never like, it was just like, oh, they're never going to check up if I was like on the PA team for Big Brother or something. I just wanted like another cool name, big name to be on my, you know, on the on the big list or something. Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, I think, I think that there's, there's something about that soft crime I don't feel bad about. <laughs> there's it's like, that's... It, there's a point of you know there's some people who you know there's the fake it till you make it thing but then that one's i think fair fair game yeah absolutely uh 91 full home stretch time here have you ever punched someone in the face <laughs> um uh well yes and no <laughs> Like yes and no. Like, I mean, um there's we we do this background boxing. My my, my fucking two uh uh not back backyard boxing, two my two front teeth are like half fake and this one's totally fake right here over here. Because oh, wow. uh, um because of some very unfortunate uh backyard boxing uh <laughs> matches I was involved in. 
where I was punching them in the face, yes. But it was, you know, we had gloves on and stuff. So it's, you mean with a bare fist? Uh, I mean, I think that kind of qualifies. But yeah, that, that's the. Well, that's then, yes, the I've done the bare fist too. You okay. Know? But like, I'm not like, in, you know, I'm, I don't like <laughs> getting in fist fights. I hate it. I, I hate watching them. I hate the UFC. You know, like, like, fuck all that shit. But uh, 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 but yeah, like, so yes, the answer to your question is yes. yes. Okay, that's fair. Uh, ninety two. Would you ever go to a nude beach? I have. Yes, I I I, I think they're 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 fun. <laughs> um, um, I love this uh, clothing optional co op for years. And so, you know, and we would always go to, was it, not Bombay Beach, maybe it was. No, no, that, that's a place here. Um, it was, there's some new beach, there's a new beach in Austin that people would go to. And um, it was always a trip. And uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, new beaches are fun. But yeah. it is funny how the stereotype, like 90% of the time, it is just a bunch of very old naked men. <laughs> there. and then you get there like okay you know and you're uh, uh and then you change the demographic quick if you <laughs> unless you're an old nigga man yeah it's not quite the teenage fantasy of just like the swimsuit supermodels got let off on the yeah. oh yeah right yeah like <laughs> at least not in america they're probably yeah. just in europe uh 93 somehow not the realest question when was the last time you cried uh coco pixar's coco oh you see like a baby i still haven't seen that movie because i know i will cry at it it just seems like it's gonna pluck at every heartstring you know it really got me yeah it got me and it was like you know i was like like i was thinking about somebody that i knew that died you know in my life and stuff so it was like totally fit all the you know the boxes so it was it was a it was a movie it was crazy uh 94 what's something you've done and will probably never do again um always skydiving and acid (laughs) at the same time no no okay okay (laughs) No, separate things. Those are gotcha. two, two answers. I don't feel like I need to go skydiving ever again. And when I did it one time, I'm like, okay, been there, done that. It wasn't really even part of my bucket list, but um, I guess I'm glad I did it. I can cross that one off. Um, and then, oh, I ran a marathon, and I will Whoa. never do that again, ever. Man, yeah, life. that sucked. I mean, it was great, great experience, really fun, but I'm never doing that ever again <laughs> for any amount of money. It just seems truly exhausting. Uh, 95, best compliment you ever received? What, what was part of your um, rules at the beginning that we could skip uh, uh, oh. questions, or do you have yeah. a mechanism in your rules for that? No, no. Yeah, you could absolutely skip over. That's oh, yeah, you did say, yeah, you, you did say we could, we could skip any question. And, but it would only be because I can't really think of one. I, I, do, I do, I mean, compliments are awesome. I like getting them from people I like, especially that I like. 
I guess I like being told that I'm, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to say boring ones like kind or funny or, you know, things I'm trying to do. I'm like, oh, good. You recognize, you, you notice I was trying to be that. <laughs> I wanted you to think I was funny. And you did. Well, I said, well, I maybe succeeded there. That worked out. Yeah. For me. I, that was a good compliment. Thank you for telling me. It made well, me feel good. <laughs> Whether they're generic or not, they they do the trick. Uh, a ninety six, tell me a joke. Uh, what um, what did the Czechoslovakian train engineer use to buy drugs on the on the deep web? Uh, I don't know. What did the Czechoslovakian train engineer use to buy drugs on the deep web? Uh. Block train technology. <laughs> ah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Perfect. Uh, 97. 97 used to be a question that I came up with that I did not like. So I threw it out and I replaced it with the listener question of the week. Uh, so if any wonderful folks have a question that they want to see uh, used in a future episode, it's 99, of course, the number 99, questions pod on Twitter, 99questionspod at gmail.com. Uh, but we got three wonderful questions uh, for you, Ryan. So we're just going to go through them lightning round style here uh, from, from lovely fans of yours. Uh, oh, this is 97, 98, 99? Technically, these are all just ninety-seven, which is okay. why, which is why the numbering truly just doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Um, so the first one here from Tukis Talk, great uh, username. Do you still keep in contact with Julian Baker? <laughs> um, well, yeah, in a way, we we um, we essentially are part of this a bunch of musicians and stuff that uh loosely connected in memphis right under this thing called smith seven and um and they'll throw shows almost every holiday season when i'm in town when normally people in town thanksgiving christmas and generally when that happens you know if we're both in town together we're playing together so that's when i hang out with julian is when we go to these play at these smith seven shows they're effectively big reunion shows for everybody that you know used to be in the or who is in the scene now and who 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 used to be or there in town for the holidays. You know? Nice. So uh yeah, she's awesome though. She's so cool and yeah. fun. And uh uh and an awesome musician. Uh next one from Fancy Octopus. Did any of Ryan's game show games end up getting cut or not used? uh yes actually a lot i so when we were producing those things and at a certain point we had one extra game show a day that we were going to be filming that we decided after the first day of filming like four in one day we were like we cannot do this many again and so we literally cut all these different episodes out i really and we've even bought stuff for them and that sucks because I'm I, I, it's escaping me what any of them were, but um, 
And then we did have a lost episode, meaning we shot the entire thing. And uh, uh, at the end of the day, I decided I didn't want to uh, uh, <laughs> release it. And I'm honestly not even going to tell you all why. I'm just going to say that, put that out there. Ooh. Sorry, no story attached, but uh, but yes, there's a whole episode that I'll never see the light of the day. <laughs> I probably shouldn't even say that, but it's like, I'm just going to tease people. Yeah. Um, gotta, gotta keep them on the hook. You know? I do have one though that is gonna come out that I <gasps> that I can't. I'm, I'm very excited about. It's the guess how many cheese balls are in this jar competition, and you have to guess it exactly. Okay, <laughs> so you really? can't get around it. Yeah, you have to get it exactly. So there's like a hot and cold round. There's an up or down round. There's a yeah, there's many different rounds about how we figure out how to get it exactly. And it's a it's a roller coaster. I love it. Uh and the the last of these uh, fan questions, uh listener questions. Space House writes in, What fun house projects are you looking forward to now that you can film more stuff in person? Oh man. Oh yeah, filming in person has been awesome over at Fun House. I wanna do um well like really any video we film in person, no matter what we're doing, is just infinitely better by being in person. So really it's just being with the gang, hanging out more frequently, doing the drunk game plays. Honestly, I'm excited to do again. Oh, yeah. I like, it was so, so weird it being this novel thing a couple of months ago when it was like, wow, here I am drinking with other human beings. We're just hanging out, shooting the shit, joking around. Like like doing that but for funhouse <laughs> while we play video games um sounds fun so yeah that's my answer getting drunk I, at work. <laughs> it's a great one it's an absolutely great one and uh thanks you to all the wonderful folks who wrote in with their questions yeah, thank you um caring. <laughs> uh last couple here 98 holy shit what made you want to be who you are today? Well, I one antidote. Like I remember reading um, the script for American Beauty by Alan Ball. I would I, I printed the whole thing out on my computer when I realized I could do that. I'm like, oh sweet. And I and I would read way more books at the time. I don't read hardly any anymore. But uh, and I would print out entire scripts. Uh, that I could that I downloaded from the internet, and I remember just reading the American Beauty one, just being like, like, wow, this is so awesome! It's like so funny, but also really deep, and it makes you feel smart, <laughs> kind of like while you're <laughs> while you're watching the movie. But also while I was reading the script, I was like, wow, not only that, like, is this just awesome? Like this guy just wrote this on a, a on a computer. Like I, like I can just write a make up a story, you know, and make, you know, and I have it kind of making me feel this way. Uh, I felt like when I read that script, like something that was kind of had all, to me, had all the emotions, like it was about life, but it was also like, you know, a satirical thing and also funny, but also like made you feel something. So like, I think that that was a moment for me where I was like, oh, I'm reading this thing. I want to do this. I want to like make something like this. And uh, uh, and then that kind of just set me on this path. But then I kind of slowly but surely decided, you know, I would make my own like really self-serious kind of scripts and stuff. And 
I even shot the whole one once. Mm. And I kind of, at some point, was like, you know, like, I'm not, like, I, it sounds weird, but yeah, like, comedy and humor and stuff, and not, and, and, and entertainment that doesn't take itself so seriously, but also is impactful somehow, was way, I was like, I could do that way better than I can try to pull off some sort of faux, pretentious me trying to, you know, I don't know even how to describe the art that I'm trying to make. I couldn't write American Beauty is kind of what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so I tried and I failed. And I don't think anyone would want to watch it. And I think that I can do it at a different angle that's, you know, more, I don't know, fun. That's my answer. My long-winded answer about why I'm doing or how I got to where I'm do- doing stuff today. Yeah. Uh, which leads us to 99, the titular question. What do you want to be remembered for? I want to be remembered for, you know, well, by the people that, uh, to me, that's a two-parter. Because there's the people you're remembered for by the people you actually met in your life and interacted with, you know, mm-hmm. in, in person. And then there's the the larger you know the legends the, the the oh other people that never met me you might know me and stuff and uh uh and at least with the people i know in person i want and hopefully they think that you know i'm a cool nice chill guy who was fun to hang out with while i were here and you know was uh uh not an asshole hopefully you, you know i maybe sometimes you know, hopefully not all the time enough to matter um all the normal things we want to be remembered for but yeah like on the grander scale i definitely yeah i'm <laughs> the reason i'm editing all the time is because i want people to watch these fucking little videos i'm making you know and uh uh i hope they remember them <laughs> and then they at the end of the day like like the base element thing that i'm going for is just yeah did they laugh was it funny did they have fun when they watched it and then, you know, if they get something else out of it, that'd be fucking bitching. Um, <laughs> but, but, and, and I do want to make, yeah, other, yeah, I have all sorts of shit I want to make that I hope gets remembered in some capacity to somebody. And yeah, my, my work, my, cause I'm an important artist. That's why <laughs> I want my important artwork to be, to be remembered for all of time. And I want to be remembered as the important person who made it. Thank you, Bob, for asking me. You know, it's uh, it's my pleasure. It's uh, it's kind of what I do. <laughs> uh, this has been the, how much do I owe you for this therapy session? The bills in the mail. Don't worry okay. about it. <laughs> uh, this has been such a treat, Ryan. Truly, thank you so much uh, for for doing it. I wish I could talk to you more, but I'm um, I'm fresh out of questions, and legally I can't ask anything. Uh, yeah, else. Uh, <laughs> you can't ask more than ninety nine questions. No, haven't you know several digit questions in one day. That's too many. That's just too many. <laughs> yeah, one too many. Um, no, this has been great. This is really fun. You know, thank you, thank you so much. Really, um, is there anything you want to plug promote? Uh, maybe a couple of YouTube channels to direct people to anything that you want to 
float into the ears of our wonderful listeners. The floor is uh, exclusively yours, sir. Thank you. Ryan Shorts is my, my main thing I'm doing these days. Um, all the platforms, YouTube, and I'm putting more on Instagram. Because uh, my roommate Ted told me. Thanks, Ted. Um, and, uh, uh, and yeah, Ryan Shorts. That's the main thing. And I just released one about how do bananas have sex, which is uh, the questions that, um, you know, I know everyone's wondering these days. And then I did a behind the scenes documentary on that one. Uh, oh, I just released one with Jared Bauer, uh, my buddy over at Wisecrack. We did a collab where we ranked all the film directors of all time. It's not for everybody, but it is an hour long plus <laughs> basically podcast of us ranking all these directors. But, and then, I'm gonna. The thing I'm working on now is um, a video about my a, a party we threw and a Real Housewives of Beverly Hills tour. And now I'm just rambling off the top of my head. Those are the main things I'm, I'm, I'm working on right now. All right, questionnaires. I think that interview was the only ten I see. Don't worry about it. What a fascinating guy, Ryan. What a gem. But uh, the red light is on. It's the last call. We got to figure out what we learned here today. We learned that there is a market for people just to cook extra food and drop it off at Ryan's house. The only rules are don't attach it to a vest and you got to respect milk. Hashtag vitamin D gang. We learn that despite so many episodes of this show, the great golf debate will always rage on. The only thing that rages harder? John Cena versus Mr. Haley in a steel cage. We learn that the devil plays way too much chess for you to be able to challenge him. We learn that the world only has room enough for one Graceland. And we learn that wedding registries are just kind of weird. Now, if you'll excuse me, there's a bus full of supermodels getting off at the nude beach and they hired me to be the birthday clown at the beach party i'll see you again in two weeks for our next episode thank you and good night